I like the shit that's happening right now. But anyway, um, Sakpase, Sakpase, listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Zoview. I'm your co-host, Bo. Um, Marianne is not here with us today. You know, she probably somewhere doing yoga or, you know, being a mom, whatever moms do. So um, it's just me. It's a guy podcast today. So, yo, real quick, you know, I've been wanting to talk about sports sometime on this podcast, but I can't. Oh, man, we can do it today. Because, like, like, you know, I got mostly women co-hosts or women guests. And, like, majority of my listeners, I got to be, you know, considerate <laughs> of a lot of them. have sports podcast. I'm not saying that no no women that listen here follow sports, but it's just, um, I don't like it to be, too, I don't want it to be too sporty. Yeah, those can get hard because even the person who's into sports, they'll listen to it and they'll, like, already know what's going on. Yeah. So, unless you have, like, a really different perspective that's, like, out of this world they're not gonna they're not gonna stay and pay attention for long that's it i mean i didn't i didn't want to have a whole hour worth of uh sports just 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 10 minutes 10 minutes but how you feel about the finals we can start there oh yeah we can start there i mean shit i said toronto and six bro i said toronto and five but that's still that's still possible i I mean i feel like whether like you know how everybody be like oh if (laughs) one thing i've learned from espn all them niggas say the same shit. Oh God! And that's why I, ha- I had to slow down on listening to ESPN sometimes because all them niggas say the same shit. The only nigga that's a little different to me is like Shannon Sharp, but he not even ESPN. Yeah, like so. And that's sometimes. My, my background, like when I was in high school, I interned at a radio station for a little bit. Uh huh. And I would spend like days there from like 6 a.m. With, with the morning guys. To wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. We didn't introduce you, bro. My bad. Oh, uh, it's cool. We're about to Got be it. four minutes in. We ain't even introduced you. Go ahead, introduce yourself, actually. Man, I go by bad. I don't, I've never called myself that out loud, so I don't even know how to pronounce it. I guess Boz is what they would say. Um, Basquiat, Baswaldo, Bus Like a Busy Rider, and Waldo from Where's Waldo all put together. I'm a Haitian with a weird name. People said I'm Cuban. I'm the guy on the <laughs> timeline who probably said some wild thing, and you might got me blocked. Who knows? Resident uh, troll. <laughs> yo, I don't know how I started following you or when I did, but I know it has something to do with some funny shit you said, Bruh, I you know. know it's, oh, what's crazy about that is people think I'm like that in real life. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, I, I stopped believing people that. Whatever they tweet out is how they are in real life. A while ago, like it's. I started that a couple years ago because I would meet certain people on my timeline in real life, and they're very like different. Some, not all. Some are, and some are like a caricature of themselves. But with me, it was. I used to take it serious. You know, I used to try to go on there and have like in-depth conversation. You can't learn something from someone and teach someone something. You can't. But then I realized people are just. Bullshit, you know, Yo, like Twitter, Twitter is not for that. I, the only reason why I can't have like an in depth that's why I, re, I prefer to do it on a podcast because when I say certain thing, depends on how the tone of what I say, yes, could be taken differently. So, there's and then I'm a horrible writer, so whatever I tweet is gonna come off weird, bruh. It's gonna there's come people, off strange. There's people who think I'm just a jerk, and it's like I'm. 
quite a nice guy. But the way, the reason that my Twitter, I made sure that it's a complete misrepresentation of myself is something a friend told me about social media. He likened social media to like, I don't know if you've ever been like, have you ever been to like an art orchestra, like to a theater? Yeah. The conductor, if you look, is never facing the crowd. Mm-hmm. Has his back to the crowd. He's conducting the orchestra. You're here to see me. Got it. I realized, he told me that social media is the crowd. And if you face them, you're not going to be able to put on a great show. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to accomplish what you want to accomplish. But if you turn their back to them and just do what you got to do, you're going to produce something of beauty. And I'm like, you know what? That's right. So he's like, don't put don't put your best face forward. Like, unless you're somebody who's on there, who's making money from it, who like your likeness is going to be shared. Like, he's like, you're just, you're you. You're going to do something that if you get on social media, it's either because you did something really great or really horrible. So you don't have to go on there and be your authentic self. I'm like, you're right. You're right. You don't. Because regardless yeah. of, regardless who you put out there, there's always going to be somebody that don't fuck with you. Yeah. Oh, man. And there's people who they love you until the crowd doesn't love you. And I'm like, oof. I mean, yeah, I mean, for example, we're speaking on Twitter. Twitter's the number one source of app that's like that. Like, this is how I am about Twitter. It's like whenever I see something popping, I wait till it die out. Like, for example, if a song come out or an album or artist come out, I wait till it kind of, I give it two weeks because in social media world, a week is like a month. Right. So I'll give something a week, two weeks, and then I'll check out a movie or a song or album or a situation before I... Because the timeline be either underselling or overselling certain things. But I'll be on that shit for entertainment. It is entertainment. I mean, I've, I've, I've also... To me, Twitter is like an all-in-one. Because I get entertainment from it. I actually get some knowledge from Twitter because there's some shit that I didn't know. And then, like, people will post or, like, they'll do some research and, like, post all their references. And I'll be like, oh, shit, I didn't know this. That's so rare. And I wish we got more of that. To me, honestly, there is more of that. It just depends on who you follow. Like, one great thing about social media is, like, it's what you make of it. It's your world. It's your world. If, If you're a guy, if you're a person and you choose to follow all Instagram honeys, that's all that's going to be in your timeline. If you're a guy that listen to, that watch news all the time, that's all that's going to be in your timeline. If you're a person that all you follow is sports, that's all that's going to be on your timeline. It's all is your world. Like, a lot of people don't know this, but I I maybe follow like 100 people. I got at least 70 of them muted, bro. <laughs> like, I got at least seven. <laughs> what's the what's the purpose of the mute? Because to me, like, if I'm going if I'm going to follow you, I'm going to follow you. If I'm going if I'm going to not follow you, I'm not following you. I don't believe in that. The only thing I mute is the word Kanye West. I actually looked, <laughs> I actually looked at my like mute um, section on Twitter and I realized that I muted the word Kanye West. All right, so I run I learned that pe- people don't understand that you can only take them in doses. Oh, yeah, yeah. And So I use two apps for Twitter. One is like the regular Twitter app and one is TweetLogix. What I learned is if I mute somebody on one, I can see their tweet every once in a while on the other. So there's times where I'm in a great mood and I want to laugh. I'll open one, I see everybody's tweet, I laugh. But there's times where it's like I want to go to Twitter to like see what's going on. I don't want to see you retweeting porn. 
I don't want to see you like taking a stance on something that's completely asinine. Like, for example, I'll give you an example today, right? I'm Haitian, you're Haitian. Something we always hear Haitians complaining about is like, yo, all the career they want us to have is nursing. I'm like, all right, we complain about that. And then I guess today, some girl said, like, why are there so many black nurses? As a black woman, do you feel like you were forced to be a nurse? I'm like, that, that's a fair question. Now, she might have said some other stuff that are, like, racist undertones or putting black women down. But everybody was just like, yo, you hate black women. This I'm like, I can't take that. Who said that? that? Right a black now. woman said that? Yeah. I guess her question was, like, do you feel like as a black woman nursing was put forth as the only career you can have to be, have like a decent living mm-hmm. she might have worded it different but that's what i understood from it i'm like that's a fair question because you know Listen, it's like a black you professional see, you see what type of tone you took it as a lot of people didn't take it as that tone people took it as like she's shitting on black women black women shouldn't be nurses i'm like dog i didn't get that from that but y'all did so it's like when you see all that negativity i don't want that in my spirit I don't want that in my energy. I don't want that oh, in my body. Oh, yeah, body. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I feel you on that. But I, I just unfollow or block those people. That's all I do. I, like, I give people I give people a couple of tries. Like, if I follow you and you say some crazy shit, I give you about three strikes. I, bro, I, I recently learned to block people. Like, I used to be above it. I used to be like, nah, I'm never going to block anybody. That's weak. Blocking people is so fun. It is. And I'm blocking I, them. I'm blocking them for me, not not for nobody else, not for them. It's not like oh, they got on me. It's just that I don't want that energy. Like when at, people who I don't even follow, like somebody will retweet them, and it'll be some dumb stuff. Block. I do it with such glee. <laughs> Sound like a freaking kid. But we started on sports, and we ended up with why we block people on Twitter. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Back to the finals. You know, Back to, all right, so I'm a Blazer fan. I hate the Warriors. I know Here's, I notice you're a Blazer fan. You're the only Blazer fan in my timeline. Only. Bruh, I, I've been a Blazer fan since I was like five. But oh, for the people, so I, the, for the wait, for the people that don't know, you live in Portland. I live in Portland, Oregon, home of the trees, the hippies. It's nothing like what people think about, bro. What do what people do people? Think what do you think? Wait, wait, before we get to that, let's get to the finals first. And then we're going to talk about your your, your, your your city, Portland. My story, yep. But my thing is, like, if the Warriors were the Warriors of last night, like, if that was, like, their team where it was just Steph Curry going off with one other person, I wouldn't even care. Like, people think I hate Steph Curry because of what I tweet. Mm-hmm. I, I got one, um, I forgot what they call it, like, one, it's I don't know if you guys had in-school suspension at your school. I yeah, had yeah. one of those. Yeah. And it was because I skipped class to go watch Davidson play because I was that big of a Curry fan. Damn, you like Curry fan take, early. Early, early. Like, Monte Ellis was my guy. I used to love the Yo, Warriors. I hate... I, I ain't gonna lie. I like Monte Ellis, so I kind of like... I was a little salty on how Golden State did him, though. When they traded him, I was mad. So it started there. And then it was just like everybody became a fan. People who were like... Pacer fans when Indiana was good, people who were like Grizzly fans, Laker fans, they're all Warriors fans. I'm like, bro, you're not a real fan. And then they'd be like, I'm from Oakland, I'm a Lake, I'm a Warriors. I'm like, you were just a Lakers fan two years ago. So because people like suddenly loved them too much and were like shoving them down our throats and become pause, 
and becoming like these crybabies. I'm like, man, I hate this team now. I hate Curry. Like, that's it. There's nothing against him, nothing against like the city of Oakland. A lot of my friends from Oakland, but it's like, I can't, I can't root for y'all. I I mean, I'm I'm cool. I I like Warriors, but I just know if there's one guy. Because, I mean, you know, Warriors is hurt. For the listeners that's not into sports, just bear with me. Just give me five minutes. I got y'all. Uh, <laughs> ladies, I got y'all. But, for for example, like, I find it funny how the Warriors are like, oh, most, a lot of them are hurt. Because the only thing I could think about was just how LeBron, <laughs> LeBron was a couple years ago. One. And two, I picked Toronto in six because I know if there's anybody that could slow down KD and the Warriors is Kawhi. Yo. People forget the year that, that that man got hurt. Spurs was up 20 and he was beating Warriors by himself. Busting them. They're like, oh, yeah, Aldridge. Aldridge had like seven points that game. He was that, busting. That is one. And people forget, like, when the Spurs, when LeBron was with the Heat, who he was meeting in the finals was the Spurs. He met up with the Spurs three out of the four times when he was in Miami. <coughs> and who did LeBron scared of? Kawhi. Kawhi. I always call him Kawhi, bro. I don't know why. I always want to call him Kawhi. That's random. <coughs> like, I Man, just, listen. You trying to tell me if the guy could play Solid defense on LeBron. He could play solid defense on anybody, bro. I don't care who it is. You don't realize how big he is until you see him in person. I ain't never seen that man in person, but for for a guy to be... I ain't never seen a guy... And then keep in mind, this guy was doing this to LeBron, and he was like 20, 21. Like, fresh, bro. Fresh. And he's still like 20... What is he, like 26, 27? He's yeah. still young. I'm I'm ashamed. He my age. Damn. Literally. That's one thing that changes my age. Like I'm 25 now. It's so weird talking about like certain basketball players. Like yo, I'm older than you. Because I used to like look up to these guys. I was when I was younger. I was a basketball junkie. Like I got the magazines. I was part of the boys and girls club. I love hoop. So it's just. Like, if I could go back and create me as a basketball player, I would literally be Kawhi. Cause <laughs> I ain't going to lie, though. If I, could, if I can't, I'm the same way. Like, yo, if I could build myself into a basketball player right now, it will be a fusion. I ain't going to lie. It will probably be closest to Kawhi. Yeah. I was going to say poor George, but I'll take a Kawhi. It's just there's no fat on his game, you know. There's nothing fancy. There's It is. You know nothing about his life outside of basketball. He's a robot. Like yesterday when homie was dapping him up and he was just pointing to the court. <laughs> I love that. I'm oh, you like, talking about that clip when Buddy was trying to dap him up and he was like, yeah, let's go to the yeah, like, out. And let's go hoop, dog. I'm like, I love that. All right, so the game, the game that's happening, well, by the time people listen to this, tonight, the game that's tonight, who you got winning that one? Game, game four. I got rappers winning, bro. I got them going in five. So I got them. Oh, you really got them in five. five? Yeah, really in five. Like, yesterday I said they would win by 18. They won by 14. But I got them winning because people are like, oh, Clay's back. Bro, a hamstring? You don't tweak a hamstring and come back three days later unless you're Jesus. Yo, I don't care what they're talking about. Like I said, Kawhi has shown to me that he could beat the Warriors by himself. 
Like, I think and, and, and I think he got a better team with Toronto than he did with the Spurs when he was up. Yes. When he was up by 20 and he got hurt. Yes, but like, Siakam can ball. Gasol, Gasol can give you 16 points. Kyle Lowry, I don't have enough confidence in him, but if, but they, he, if they start fast, it's curtains tomorrow. Yeah. Like, 3-1, go to Toronto, and I would give up, like, at least three organs to be in Toronto for Game 5 and have Toronto close it out there. Like, you'll get a Drake concert. I ain't gonna lie, that's the, only, that's the only thing I don't like about Toronto winning is that I'm never gonna hear the last of it from Drake. <laughs> I already know it's coming this summer, dog. I already know it Bruh, is. I, you know, I... I have a weird relationship with Drake. I used to love him, like love him to a point where my girl was like, you love that man more than you love me, blah, blah. And then as I aged, it was one verse, bro. And not even one verse, one lyric. It was on Lord Knows with Rick Ross. Drake rapped about going through the girl's purse or phone. I don't even remember. And I'm like, that's some sucker shit, dog. And that was it. The love Wait, went that's the, that's the lowest point to you? That was it, bro. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's let's be real here. So you never threw went through a girl phone or a no. purse? What? I hope not. No. Like, bro, my, my girl asked me like, "Yo, can you uh, can you grab blah 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 my purse? I'll grab her a whole purse." You know what's crazy? I have no issue with carrying a purse. Like, if we're going into a store and her hand hurts, I'll carry it. But I'm not going through her purse. I don't know why. It was just I remember at a young age, my mom told me, "Don't go through a woman's purse." Never go through a woman's purse. Oh no, no, no. I, I would definitely wasn't fucking with the purse shit. But when I heard, I know what lyrics you're talking about. When I, when that nigga said the phone thing, I'm thinking about, oh, this is a nigga that's in love, and then so she I'm hurts. going through her phone if she goes to the bathroom and her purse is right there. Like, come on, bro. Like he said that, and I was like 23, 24. I'm like, eh, that's about enough. And I haven't <laughs> been heartbroken enough to enjoy his music, man. I've been like happily in love, so it's just like, man, you don't. Drake's sad stuff don't speak to me no more. His thing, where his music, where he's like talking, yo, I'm richer than you, I'm flyer than you, I have more fun than you, more women love me than you. I can relate to that. But his, oh my god, I don't want to sleep alone. I'm like, bro, turn that off, man. Well, I don't know that. Like, I Drake. Drake is a hit or miss. I'm not the biggest Drake fan at all, but I respect his greatness. I'll say that. I yeah. I respect his greatness. But yeah, back to like I loved I'm I got Toronto going in six. I still think that Warriors War actually, you know what? Yeah, Warriors in uh Toronto in five. Because I don't see them winning I don't see them winning the next game. I don't know why the Warriors won't just say Durant is out for the season. I, I don't think it's know because why. of his free agency. I don't know why. It's weird to me. I think I don't, it's his free agency, I, it doesn't man. matter. I, I bet it's the the other twenty nine team in the league will take a hurt Kevin Durant. I don't care right. what you tell me. I just think that me, me being a Heat fan, I'll take a Kevin Durant hurt. Bro, I'm a Blazer fan, and Durant shits on us. Let him <laughs> say like I'm signing for the Blazers. I'm getting a KD jersey tonight. Nigga, I don't give a damn if Durant is gonna be out for the first half of next season. I'm still okay. taking that. I think it's because he's take he's taking like two pay cuts to stay with the Warriors, so they figure like, hey, we'll do him a solid. Yeah, kind of like the same the shit they did for they did for um the big three in Miami. What? What? Right. Wade was kept taking pay cuts. 
Yeah, I I commend these players because I wouldn't do it. I don't know. Maybe them niggas thinking long run. But anyway, all right. Enough with the sports talk. Sorry, ladies and gents. Who Sorry. Don't care about sports. Sorry. Uh, thanks for uh hanging in there. I just needed. I just felt like I never talked sports on here, and I was like, damn, I never have somebody to really talk sports. Oh, one last sports thing. Haiti played tonight, and we were up one zero on Chile. And until we subbed out all of our major players, they won two one, but. We played them really well, so go Haiti. You talking about the soccer match for people that's, yeah. that don't know? All right, I right, that's cool. I'm looking forward to the Gold Cup this summer. I hope, I hope we can like. I wanted to go to a game so bad, but but them yeah, I looked at the the. the I think they had like one in Texas, one it just like all over the place. I was like, all right, I'll pass. One in New York, one in Texas, and one in I want to say one in like Minnesota. One in some, some shit. One in some Latin country I ain't gonna go to. Oh, yeah. It was just it was just not for me. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll catch them boys another time. I, I'm, I wish they would have played a game in Miami, make it a home game. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know why they're playing in them off-ass states. But, but that goes back to, like, the conversation we kind of had off-air about where I live, living on the West Coast as a Haitian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Great transition. So... People that don't know, you live in Portland. So how long you been living in Portland? So I moved around a lot. I first came here when I was five, lived in Oregon. When you say came here when you was five, you need Came from Haiti. Came okay. from Haiti to the U.S. when I was five, lived in Oregon. Now, funny thing happened, I completely forgot Creole. What do you mean Black. funny thing happened? Completely forgot how to wait, speak. Wait, wait, wait. So you mean to tell me your family moved from Haiti to straight to Portland? Yeah. Wait, wow. Yeah, I had family out there? Bruh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how he ended up out here. I think he, like, had a friend who was out here and he ended up out here. I don't know, but I came... I remember the journey, like, straight from Port-au-Prince to Miami. Had a layover in Miami. Missed our flight. Denver. Then Yo, that's crazy because, like, Portland is like, and you, what is that? You came in in the 90s? 98. So, yo, if I were to take a guess, I'm sh- even to this day, I'm sure Portland is wider than most states. Bro, Portland is like 96% white, 2% Latino, 1% black, 1% Ethiopian. Damn. Like, so, I know that was a big change for you because. I, I mean, I was five, so, like, all those memories, either they're repressed or they're just not retained. But it's like, who remembers things when they were, when they were five, right? Gotcha, gotcha. Damn. So it's like, you really was raised in Portland. I thought you moved out there, like, as an adult. I would say I'm raised in Haiti, honestly. Because, like, I came here when I was five, right? And mm-hmm. then stayed until I was eight, completely forgot Creole life. And then I got sent back to Haiti, like, basically, like, yo, learn the languages, that and the third, like, Here's who your mom is. You kind of forgot her. So imagine, like, you grew up in America from five to eight, and then you go back to Haiti. You don't speak a language. Like, I'm looking at my mom. Uh-huh. I know she's my mom, but I can't talk to Sounds her. Too, I got you. You wasn't practicing it at home, though? No. <laughs> Bro, I grew up basically like a suburban white kid. Like, I was in some African dance group. I did sports. Uh hooped in my backyard damn because that's the only thing that kept me that's the only thing that kept my language fresh it's like i would practice it at home with all my peoples and at the same time 
I would go to Haiti almost every summer when I was young, so that was oh, a problem. Yeah. I came here, I stayed here, bro, like, just American lifestyle. So I went back to Haiti. Uh, some dude who knew a little bit of English, like, helped my family translate. Even to this day, like, he still talks to me, we chat, blah, blah, blah. So I stayed in Haiti, went to school, blah, 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 came back here, moved around, not, like, moved around the world a bit, and then went back to Haiti when I was 10. And then from wait, 10 wait, to wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't skip around, moved around the world. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> you said moved around the world like you moved around the, like the, the neighborhood, nigga. You can't just slip <laughs> that in there. It was like six, seven months, man, just traveling. What do you mean? Um, you and your peoples were just doing a world tour? Me, alone. Like, What, what do you mean, me, you alone? Me, like, so, how do I say this without sounding real arrogant? Like, no, just say it, I'm, bro. I'm smarter than most people. Okay. I guess, like, so between school stuff. Like, That's arrogant like, as fuck, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I like, talk your shit, talk your shit. Yeah, yeah. So, like, between school stuff, like, I remember um, we did, hold on. Let me look that shit up to see if I got it. We did, like, some shit in Europe. We did some shit in South America. Who is we? Who is we? I need the details. Me, my, I think like two classmates. It was some like special student program. It wasn't Mensa. What wait, what age was this? I was nine. You mean to tell me they let a bunch of nine, ten year olds go on a world tour by themselves? It was, no? it was in Europe and then like in South America. It was basically like summer camp, kind of, because it wasn't longer than like four months. The fuck? Okay. That's why I tell people, like, my perspective of the world is, like, different. It's different. Like, oh, it's different. It's good, I'm though. Gonna go I'm going to go complain to my parents. I'm like, man, I was nine years old, like, watching the streets of Argentina by myself. Shut the fuck up. I know. I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean in a way, bro, because I was... <laughs> I remember, uh, quick, 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 something quick. Uh, I remember when um, Hurricane hit Miami. I was raised in Miami a couple years back. And I remember we was without power for three weeks. And I knew some people was just going crazy. And I'm just sitting there laughing. And no like, power sounds regular to And me. I'm like, no power for three weeks and y'all niggas going crazy? Like, just, right. the, just the other week when I went to Haiti and I was like, I went, like, my, my uncle lived down in the woods and shit. I'm chilling. And that was shit was dope. And I'm chilling there and I'm just thinking of, like, I could count a lot of people that I know that won't last a day out here. So, I remember, like, um, this lady went to, when I was younger, she came, before I went to Haiti, she had gone to Haiti, and she's like, hey, like, sometimes you don't have power, blah, blah, blah. And I remember I was, like, seven, eight, and I was like, what? That doesn't make sense. What do you mean they don't have electricity? And she was trying to explain to me how, like, when the electricity comes, people, like, start screaming, Mekua, Mekua. I'm like, what are they, like, savages? They're not used to seeing lights? I was so confused. And then when I went there, I'm like, bro, that's regular. Like, right now I'm at home. If my power went out, I wouldn't be even be like, oh, the powers. I'd be like, damn, thank God my phone's charged. But I don't worry about that. I know. So I, it gives you a thicker skin. But from that, back to our story. Um, I went back to Haiti. Uh-huh. I went to school there from like 10 to 14. And then at 14, moved here two days before high school. Really? Two days before high who school. Was that, who was that decision to make you move back to Haiti to go to school? 
the first the first time was my dad's. The second time was my mom's kind of decision to move me out here just because of opportunity. It was like I was getting in trouble at school, but it wasn't regular trouble. Uh-huh. So I went to a lycée in Haiti, and it's like they had an English teacher. I, I heard. I, I've heard of those schools. Yeah, so they had an English teacher, and he was, like, really angry that I would kind of show him up. Like, fam, I speak better English than you, so <laughs> what can you teach me, you know? So I'd gotten kicked out of school, showed back up with, like, my cousins, and my cousin was, like, threatening him with a motorcycle chain. It was just wild shit, and then my mom, I guess my parents came together, I was like, mm, it's best for him to go back to America, blah, 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 it's time for him to manage some, some whatever parents say to justify our reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came back here for high school. It Portland. Was, that was the hardest transition. When you say you came back, you went straight back to Portland. Great. So I've lived. I actually stayed in Miami for a while. When I was nine, I stayed in Miami for about three weeks. So that's why now when I tell people about like things in Miami, they're like, "Oh, you're on Google Maps." And it's like, bro, no, I I lived there for <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like, like my Miami, I don't know her name. She could walk by me now. I wouldn't know who she is. But I know where she lives in Miami. And I mean, I guess it's not Miami. You guys are really particular about that. Listen, I don't care, man. That's people that, that lives in Miami and never left that's particular about that. Once you leave Miami and explore the world, or at least America, you realize all that shit is just South Florida. Yeah, because she lives like, she lives, like in Aventura by like that's Latino mi- stuff. Yeah, that's Miami. Oh yeah, so I was. I was I'm not like, that. I'm not that guy that's gonna be like, oh, that's not Miami. Yo, you know who's people in Portland are like that. Like they'd be like, nah, you from this part of town? That's not Portland. It's like, bruh, it's literally a river that Jesus could walk across. <laughs> that separates these two places. Chill out. But yeah, it was that. That was the hardest transition for me. I would say, you know, like coming from Haiti and then coming to America as like a 14 year old. The slang was different how they dress was different. I remember my first, my freshman year, kids didn't know whether to make fun of me because of how I dress or whether to be cool with me, bro, because I was wearing, like, traditional Haitian, quote-unquote, traditional Haitian gear to school. Oh, I mean, that's just a typical, you know, immigrant story. You know, they, uh, they hate you then, but they love you now type shit. That's, that's, all, that's all that is. Yeah. But, all all us know, immigrants. All us immigrants went through that. School, blah, 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 do that. But I hate, like, I have a love-hate relationship with the West Coast, so it's like, like you guys have more culture. When you say you guys, you're talking about people in Florida more so. Yeah, bro. Like, I, I'm at the point where I can't listen to three compas songs in a row. I'm just like, bro, turn this off. Like, it sounds beautiful. What's crazy is my girl's African. She's putting me on to Haitian music. Wow. Okay. So, like, so since you've been in Portland, like, so you went to high school there, college too. Yep, high school there, college at U of O and Eugene. So which since is like two hours away. So since you've been there, you ain't been like to the to the South or, or Florida or New York or all that area much. Mm, not, not a lot. Not a lot to like say like, oh, I've been there. You know, like some people like I've been I've been to certain places for like two days where it's like a conference, so I never got out much. Okay, you ain't never well, like been on vacation where you out here for like at least three four, three to five days or something like that. Nah, nah, not at all. Like, I think in high school I went to Boca Raton for like a week, but 
it was raining. I was sick. I didn't even get to leave the house. So not really. Yo, I, I didn't get to experience it as an adult. I ain't going to lie to you. Two things I think of when I hear the word Portland. Of course, Portland, the basketball team. And I watched this show. I don't even think they're in Portland. I watched Base Motel. I think that's in Seattle it's based on, or is it based in Portland? I can't remember. But it's based in Seattle, I want to say. Okay. It's just, though, for some reason, that's the, how that show is, that's how I imagine Portland to be. Bruh, Portland a is visual. like, if you took New York, cleaned it up, took out all the immigrants, made everything a little sm a lot smaller, added a lot of weed, added some mountains, that's Portland. So wait, is Portland one of um is Portland like Denver? You could just smoke whatever out there? Yeah. Like so so Portland's super liberal, right? And people hear that and think like, yo, like it's liberal, but there's a lot of racist undertones. I mean that's America period. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, you can like a ton of smokers. You can you can walk outside to somebody and be like, yo, you got like there's a there's a dispensary on every corner damn near. Damn, okay. I do wanna take a little West Coast trip, man. This I the furthest west I ever been was Texas. You honestly, bro, unless you're going to Vegas, unless you're going to California, I I didn't. I don't see what's out here. <laughs> no, no, no. But I wasn't. I wasn't saying come to Portland. I I ride by Portland just to see, just to see what the air smell like. But I ain't. I ain't fucking. It smells it. fresh. I ain't fucking with it. <laughs> I ain't fucking with it like that. Damn. It's some fresh air, but it's like it's one of those things. Like the brochure makes sense, so I can do one hour west and go to the ocean i can't get in the ocean because it's too cold or i can do an hour east and go snowboarding on the mountains hey man that's your life so you 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 gucci you ain't got no problem with that i'm good i could wake up tomorrow and just go to the beach and be on a boat See, no I shirt on with my toes out you can pretty toes poppy <laughs> <laughs> easy i could do that tomorrow morning easy y'all can go to rooftop bars bro i've been looking for one rooftop bar since summer started there's literally two wait yeah it don't get hot over there i know this might be an ignorant question it do bro <laughs> our our spring and summers are amazing like it's trees that are green it's flowers the sun's out the sky's clear there's none of that humidity stuff y'all got to deal with it's beautiful but once it hits October, November, uh -huh. it is gray and raining. But that's so anything. Let's go move forward with your story. So you're back in Portland. Mm -hmm. Like, where were we at? Like, I guess college. College was wild. Like, what, found what college you went to out there? I went to University of Oregon. And if you got anybody from, where's Florida State at? Is that the one in Tallahassee? Yeah, that's in Tallahassee. Yeah, we whip y'all ass. We oh yeah. That. So you was at you was at Oregon when um uh what's that kid name? Mariota. Um, Mariota was out there. That was my lab mate for chemistry, dog. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That was my lab partner. Great guy. Like you always hear like in the news, they're like, oh, this guy's a great person. Like funny story about him, right? Like 
uh-huh. first day of, first day of freshman year, I walk into my math class. I don't know who he is. It's just this Hawaiian kid with super long hair. Like he he looked typical Hawaiian. For people that don't know, <laughs> Mar- hold on real quick. People that don't know, Mariota was a quarterback for Oregon, and now I think he quarterback for Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah, yeah number two pick, Heisman winner, give him all his accolades. Um, but then one of the dudes from my dorm, he saw me, he's like, yo, you're, because I was talking to him while we were walking out, just talking about, like, where we from, blah, blah, blah. He didn't tell me he was a football player, none of that. He was like, yeah, I'm from Hawaii, like, I want to be a doctor, this, that, and the third. And he's like, did you know you were, like, talking to our future quarterback? I'm like, bro, I got a football player, this thing is about to be stupid. The next day I show up to class, I forgot we had an assignment due. He basically let me copy him. And we became friends since then. And then we both had, like, the same track, kind of. So we had a lot of classes together. We worked together. But after, I want to say, like, my junior year there, we kind of, like, distanced because I started doing wild boy shit. And I didn't like hanging out with football players that much. I feel you. But, yeah, I went to undergrad there did the whole meet the love of your life thing and then now in grad school trying to better the education man okay okay like that's what's up but i guess oh go ahead now i was gonna say how is that shit well never mind because you grew up in portland so portland ain't no the city of portland ain't no different from like the university of oregon nah it was different it was different different so like growing up in portland you don't you don't see a lot of people from like different places you know like my high school had like maybe four black girls total yeah yeah i heard like, i heard of high schools like that only on tv though but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> like four black girls like, i remember graduation i'm like damn are there any other black kids graduating and then i remember my best friend was black you know i ain't gonna lie to you I'm sorry to cut you off real quick. Oh, go ahead. No matter how much money I get, like, I mean, there's schools like that in Florida and even in my area here that's like that where it's not much black people. But, like, I don't care how much, and I would hope even the white listeners or white people are listening would do the same. There's no way I'm putting my kid in a school that's not diverse. I don't even want my kid at an all-black high school or an all-white high school. You need diversity. Give me everything. Yeah. Give me Asian. Give me Indians. Give me Hispanics. Don't give me no shit where it's gonna be majority black or majority white. Cause I'm not. My, I'm my not school doing that was Russians and Asian. Oh, not Russians. Let me be fully correct. Eastern Europeans and Asians were like top to bottom. And when I tell you that set me back, cause when I got to college, I didn't. I would know how to act around Haitians, cause all my friends and like. There was four black girls, but there was, like, three other Haitian dudes at my high school. Okay. And they lived a block from me, so we were cool. People thought we were brothers. Like, I knew how to act around other Haitians. But once I got to college, I not that there's a specific way to act around fellow black people, but there were certain things I didn't understand in a way, like... It was a culture. It was a culture difference. It was. Like, I remember we got a black school in town, right? And you got a what? We we got like a we got a stereotypical black school in town, like where a lot of the black students went to. You mean a HBCU? Nah, not a college, like a high school, bro. Oh, there's a high. Okay, there's a black high school in Portland. Kinda, yeah. It's like it, it's a high school with the most black kids, I would say. Okay. I remember they came to play us in like basketball, 
And you know, basketball is like towards the it's it's winter, but it falls into spring. Uh-huh. And their cheerleaders were all black, and I was talking trash. I was like, "What are y'all like the homeless bring it on girls?" Like I was oh, talking God. big trash. You bro. sound like, like one of those black bad. black dudes that was that got hella white friends. I did, and then guess what happened first day of college? What happened? Six of them chicks went to UFO with me. <laughs> and they remember right. your ass. Oh, they did not forget. Like, they remembered me. Like, they thought I was horrible. Like, there's people to this day who think I'm, like, that same person just because they're like, you horrible. And I, like, just shrug my shoulders like, yeah, you're right. I am. Like, who cares? But... So once I got to college and started interacting more, I like I understood what I would call Black American culture. This makes me sound so corny, kind of like I didn't embrace my blackness. But I would say as a Haitian, I didn't embrace Yank blackness. Yo, I college. get it. I get it. You 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 was raised in Portland, bro. I mean, <laughs> it's only so much you could do out there. Like, I, okay. I I completely understand. Like, for when I see certain Black people. The same way I see certain black people that was raised in different areas act a certain way. And it's the same thing when certain white people, like, I grew up with a white homeboy. I promise you, I didn't know that kid was white till I got an adult. <laughs> like Because you when we're young, we don't see color, of course. But, like, not it's not till I got an adult. And I'm like, oh, wait, this my homie wasn't even Hispanic. He was, like, literally white. But we don't like, see it like that. Like, it, it took some just, time, bro. It takes it, it takes you to get out your element and explore. You know what's crazy? In my high school, I remember when Carter Three came out, like Lollipop, all that, right? Uh huh. The white kids are like, "What are you listening to?" I'm like, "Lil Wayne." They didn't know who that was. I was the first person in my high school to like listen to Drake when So Far Gone dropping his mixtapes. Before that, I was like listening to Drake, and the white kids are like, "That's." Um, what are you listening to? And I've seen the other black kids. They're talking about like I listen to MGMT, I listen to Green Day. I'm like, fuck is y'all talking about? Like, even in the most white of environments, I was still the stereotypical black kid. Uh huh. So once I got around like people who grew up in black culture, it was like I stood out like a sore thumb. I got you. I know then, exactly what you mean, bro. Because I mean, I went to HBCU. I went to FAM, and. I know people who went to HBCU that are black. It's not because they went there because it's a black school. They went there to get that black experience. Because I had friends that I remember a friend specifically. She was from Wisconsin. Oh yes. And she she and she told me she told me one of her aunt went to FAMU, and that's what made her go to FAMU because she wanted that black experience. And trust me, the minute she got to she came to FAMU, she sticked out like a sore thumb because you could just tell. Cause she couldn't bro, relate. They said like I she... walk like a white boy, <laughs> but like they made fun of how I tied my shoes, dog. Cause I was wearing some Tim's, and they're like, "Why you got them all tied up?" I'm like, "Oh not. my god, you was that guy that tied your shit up." Bro, they were crisp all my life. They weren't, bro. Like, cause I like they were not tied up. What I did is I made bunny ears on both sides, and I like tied the sides of them because I got weak ankles. Yeah, you sound, you sound, yeah, you sound corny. I would have made fun of you too. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I was a cornball, but shout out to my roommate. This nigga ain't never gonna hear this. Shout out to Johnny. I don't know where the fuck that nigga at now. He might be dead. He, no, I know he's not dead. But, like, I guess I siphoned cool off of him. That's like, crazy. Like, what's crazy is I'm like, he's like five, six, and I tower over him. But we go to, like, 
the black parties and shit, and I do some wild shit. Like, I just walk up and start dancing on a girl and not, not know who she is. She turn around. I'm like, why you turn around? Like, keep dancing. And he'd be like, nah, he don't know better. Like, he was my security. <laughs> 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 Bruh, but Dude. from that and then went to grad school, like, I'm just, I'm the, I'm the only, I'm, the, I'm both the only black kid and the only guy in my cohort. Okay. So it is trash. Okay, so but, how 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 it is now? Now now we're in adulthood. We're post undergrad. How is it being the only? Let's start with being the only guy. What 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 are you in grad school for? For for listeners, getting a master's in health management and policy. <laughs> uh, trying to save the world. That man trying. Hey man, and do some global health. Listen, we gonna we gonna touch. I'm going to touch base on you, and I want to have another episode with you in a few years. Because I already yeah. know it's going to be Man, good. It, it, it can go one or two ways. It's either I fully self-actualize and completely install a stable single-payer healthcare system in Haiti. Or I say, F it, go work for Big Pharma, line my pockets, take care of my family, and turn a blind eye to it. Well, <laughs> I already got an idea which way you're going to go, so... But I'm, we, I'm a help lady. I'm we, a help lady. I know, Pizza I know. Kai, Kai inspired me. Shout out to Chris. I ain't gonna, I'm gonna I'm help. I'm gonna help Haiti. I'm gonna help my surroundings. But we, let's get back to that. I wanna. I, we're gonna get to that if we can, or if not, we're gonna have that on another episode. So what? You say, you're the only black guy. I mean, you're the only, only guy. It used to be two of us, right? Uh huh. By week three, the other one dropped out, and he texted me about it. You said when you say you don't, it was two of a two two guy or two black guy. Two black guys. Uh huh. The other one dropped out week three. Like peace to him. He moved to Africa. Like he's gonna try to work for some NGO. Blah blah blah. Uh-huh. This that and the third. So you're the I'm only the, guy. I'm the only guy, bro. And you and just I so happen to be black on today. top of that. I didn't know that until today, bro. Like some girls, like like you know, you're the only guy in our cohort, right? I'm like, what? I'm like, what about so-and-so? She's like, he's not in our cohort. So there's like one other guy in our classes. I call him Sheldon Cooper because that nigga's exactly like Sheldon Cooper. I have no idea who Sheldon Cooper is, but go ahead. See, that's that white suburban shit in me, bro. Uh, uh-huh. um, you know that show? Uh, fuck, that's the black part of me for getting the show. <laughs> um, but he's he's just super nerdy, super annoying, super weird. Like, And he gave me serial killer vibes. I ain't even going to lie about that. Oh, one of those guys. I yeah, man. Like, it's a lot of dudes we, walking around here in America. We was talking about something. He was super animated, and then he just went flat in like half a second. When I tell you, I was like, "Yo, nobody should be able to go through emotions that fast." <laughs> but being the only guy, it's rough because there's times where I want to tell people like, "You're dead fucking wrong," but I gotta realize, yo, I'm a big like, I'm, I'm a huge person. Like not like fat. I'm just like my presence is huge, you know. I, I got you, like, and we, you already know how that's gonna be perceived if you. Yeah, so it's like I gotta like finesse it to be like, nah, that's not what I think. I remember a class. Um, we were learning about pharmaceuticals and how they repeatedly hurt black people. We went into a specific case where like this um, company completely lied about their blood pressure meds, saying how they would help black people, but they never ran trials on black people. Dot 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 dot. We talked about like the racist um, undertones of medicine in America. 
the teacher is like, Basualdo, would you like to input anything? I'm like, no. In a class of four people, it got dead silent. Yeah. Because it's like, man, we should care about this. No, 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 it ain't that. It, I think the teacher tried to do the easy way out and call her the only black person in there. Like, so it's like, so then she she was brave. She's a brave soul. She's like, why not? I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a radical. And if I start talking, you guys are going to think I hate all of you. So it's best if I don't. <laughs> okay. Even my white friends know. They know I say some shit like, yo, I don't like y'all. It's not y'all as in you specifically. But your ancestry, I don't fuck with it. Yeah, I mean, I have some white friends. I tell, I, I be telling them the same thing, and I appreciate the ones that understand why. But so wait, back to that class. Did your teacher call on another t- class? I mean, another classmate? Yeah, yeah. It's four of us, so we all have to talk. Like it was four of us in the uh-huh. classroom and her. And I actually respect her because that lady's brilliant. Like she's one of the few teachers I can remember in my academic career who like. I looked at her, I'm like, yo, she's smart as fuck. Because mm-hmm. typically I look at teachers, I'm like, bro, you were just born before me. That's why you know this and I don't. It's not even a disrespect thing. It's like, I don't see the brilliance of them. Her, I saw her as a brilliant mind. So it's like, I respected her. Gotcha. And I learned the most from her. Like, she challenged me, I challenged her. But in that class, there was a dude who tried to like, he was, he was a stereotypical kind of like, I wouldn't call him racist, but I call him unaware unaware of the black plight uh-huh so it's like i had to do a lot of like yo that ain't it yo that's not it what you think isn't true like i'll, I'll give you a story for example go I'll, ahead i'm gonna rewind back to undergrad real quick so undergrad i'm in my dorm now the dorms there's boys one floor girls next floor up right uh-huh we had a girl on the top floor she came down she told me and my roommate we were the first black people she spoke to ever like ever i know know, bro i had that i had this experience too i was shocked like because of the question she was asking she was like so you're not acting like those ones from bt she's like you're actually good at math you guys aren't drunk right now you're not high i'm like (laughs) yo what the fuck i thought she was playing a prank until my homeboy who on my floor who like we came cool we became cool because he like he's a super missionary in haiti like uh-huh. what year was this what year was this when she said that 2011 obama was still president right yeah that that's something that bothers me too it's like i would i would have thought during the time obama was president because i consider portland middle america <laughs> and and I already know what Middle America is all about because I've been in Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, certain areas over there, and I already know what they are. Portland is it's not. It's like, do you have any inclinations of Seattle? I would guess somewhat, but I still consider Portland Middle America though. I I can understand why, but Portland's not like that, that blue collar. Like Portland when I say. Super- when I say Middle America, I mean as if like there's a lot of people out there like whatever's happening in America, they catch on late. Oh yeah, yeah, that like, is super. Like I was talking to the friend rewind to when I said I had a friend from undergrad that was from Wisconsin, and she was black, and I was telling her about whoever was popping music was popping at the time, and then she was like, "Oh, I didn't know that." And hey. then, and then I was I brought up a song to her about somebody who had a famous song, and then she was like, 
And I was like, the song is old. And she was like, oh, it's popping up back home for me right now. And this is like six months later. So, fun fun little story. Uh, you know who Casanova is, right? The rapper? Yeah. He came here. He was opening for like Chris Brown and Fab. It was me and two other people in the Blazer Arena who knew his music, like screaming at the top of our lungs. I was so embarrassed for him. Because I'm like, this is fire. Y'all don't know who, they, like... I, bruh, people here still play Soldier Boy in the club. <laughs> not during a throwback set. Not you should. People should see my timeline when I go out because I don't go out much. Like it costs money to leave a house and Twitter more lit than the club sometimes. That's most of the time, but yeah. But it's like when I go out, some of the music they be playing. I'm like, y'all not up to the times, bro. Like I doubt I can go to a club and hear a, the baby song right now in Portland. That's crazy. Like, so it's just like, it's small. It puts you away from your culture. So like one thing I would give to anybody listening to this on the East Coast who's Haitian, who loves Haitian food, who loves Haitian parties and Haitian music, do not move west. One, the states are way further apart. Two, there ain't many of us out here. Like, unless you're moving to California to have a good time, don't come west. Ain't shit out here. Like... I have fun because, like, I grew up here, so, like, this is my element. Gotcha. But if you're from Florida and you used to getting in the beach water, it could be 90 degrees outside. You can't get in the beach water here. And the beach is going to be dark and gloomy. The sand ain't going to be lit. Like, ain't none of that. Yeah, I had a a homie last year who moved to Arizona for a job. God. Arizona kind of lit, though. It, it It ain't the lit part of Arizona. I ain't talking about, like... Phoenix. I ain't talking Phoenix. <laughs> that, I ain't talking Phoenix at all. That boy went. They don't have grass out there, bro. That's so weird to me. Yeah, that, that man told me it's like straight desert. It's desert, bro. Like, talking about we get 300 days of Sean, uh, of sun a day. Like, it's desert. So, like, that's my advice. Um, if you're going to be out here, make sure to fall in love because the fall is gloomy. Like,. So it's a dark, it's dark, falls are darker out there. Dark and sad, bro. Like, so make sure you got somebody with you. <laughs> make shit like, people be like, yo, why you always with your girl? It's like, fam, you want me to go chill in the rain with you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that's, it, it's dope talking to you about this. You know, like, even though we didn't come super, you know, like, hell, this is, I feel bad because when Chris was here, he's like, yo, PT Kai is this, is that. Me, I don't really got much for y'all, man. I don't, I feel bad that I'm not teaching people anything. Yeah, that's on you, man. It, it starts with an idea, man. Like, my, I got so many ideas. It's just, my first one, so there's a girl, her name is Kestreed. She's doing like some waste management thing. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't give away your ideas on here yet. Let's no, 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 no. It's not. It's not like an idea. She's already doing it. She's uh-huh. basically, because Haiti has a plastic problem. Uh-huh. She's basically using the plastic Yo, to build houses in Haiti. You got a hold of her, like, contact? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was, I seen it once in my timeline, but I, I never seen it again. I was like, damn, I should have, like, followed up with her. 
Yeah, she's got a clothing that. line on Instagram. We connected through that and LinkedIn and just talked. She thought we were cousins because we got the same last name and our last name super rare. <laughs> but it's like, but yeah, nah. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that afterwards. After this, yeah. This, like this my advice to Haitians is, and there's money to be made too. Like if you can, yo, let me let me. Uh, this is not just a Haitian thing, but you know my number one issue with black culture or black people in general is that too many people making off. Too many people making money off black people except black people. Bruh. That's my number one thing. We're the biggest influencers, man. Too many people. And I'm not talking about just in clothing. I'm really literally talking about every fucking thing. We influence everything. What hurt me is like, I remember when I was was just in Haiti uh, two weeks ago, a week, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm there and I'm, and I'm looking around, I'm driving, you know, I'm driving with my dad. He's driving around and I'm seeing all the like, um, for example, marketing. Like, I'm seeing all the billboards and stuff. And I'm looking. Ain't no billboard about nothing healthy or positive or something that's going to help the people. Nothing, bro. It's fucking billboards about cigarettes. It's billboards about... F- this is in a, in the capital. Yeah. Which the capital is trash. For people that's listening and never been to Haiti. If, you, um, if you're not Haitian or if you're, a Haitian, if you're American or if you're a Haitian that have never been to Haiti, not familiar with it. Going to Port-au-Prince is not a, a a good visual of what the country is. Let's say that much. But I'm out there. I'm like, yo, ain't no billboard of nothing. Like, of course, you know, the, the bullshit sells. Like, just like here in America, McDonald's is everywhere. It's bullshit, but it sells. But, you know, you're starting to get a little balance of, you know, somebody, you might see a marketing scheme of something that's, that's beneficial. Not I'll there. take a step back from that. Look at you like you seen the news of like the Marriott, right? What about the Marriott? They're building a Marriott and Cap Haitian where I'm from. Oh yeah, they're building a second one. There's already one there. That's the second one they're building. Yeah, it's like twenty million dollars to go to that. Now I figure Marriott had to shed some bread. They, I hope they like lease the land. They didn't buy it. What you gonna do with all that money? Or why don't we have our own like yo? This is a Haitian hotel called. I don't know, like like this Alignan or some shit. Listen, man, I don't know. We're not. We're, I don't. I don't even want to get into that because that's only gonna make me upset. We're not, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not gonna do that right on this on this episode. One day know. we should have the episode of let's be angry, bro. Because that that's when I come alive. Yeah. Like that's when. Mm, oh my, that's when I come alive, bro. Like yeah. the bureaucracy system is so messed up in Haiti that. If like even from here, it might be easier for you guys, right? Like another thing to not move to the West Coast, tie it all up together. If I'm here and let's say I wanted to buy like some land or a house in Haiti, thank God I got family I can trust. Where it's like, yo, here's some bread, buy this for me, do that, blah blah blah. Over in my, but but it's like if I wanted to just do it online and I ain't had no family there, man, I might as well just take my money and burn it. There's no infrastructure for like outside investing. What, who, who who are you relating this to? Like in Haiti, bro. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. on the west. If you wanted to like be a Haitian on the west coast or a Haitian on the east coast who just doesn't have family in Haiti, and you yeah, wanted to like you can't build something, you can't you can't, bro. You can't. But that that that's you can't. That's what it is. But that's that's rough. Like that is rough. <laughs> That but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. A message of hope. A message of hope, man. Yeah, we'll get, we'll, there. We'll, we'll get there. It's just little by little. It's, everything start with an idea. 
All right. So wait, before before we, because I have to close, we have to end it soon. Because this is this yeah. is good, and I'm, I would hope we have more of this, man. This is a uh, good talk. Absolutely, bro. Just top it up. Absolutely. This is good talk. Before we go, I just wanted to answer. I should have asked this in the beginning. I had a uh, ask Zovu question on a podcast. Oh, go ahead. We have uh, we make we accept questions from the listeners, and I need to do a better job. I want to say for the people that's been sending me questions, and sometimes I'll be forgetting. And I forgot to mention that shit on the recording. I apologize. And I appreciate you. I got it. You know, I got to say, man, there's the people that support me. And it be like my, it be like people that's been supporting me forever, though. That's like, so I, re- I appreciate them. I apologize. But I do have this one question. So there's two guys here. Thank God it's not going to be a one-sided question, a one-sided thing. I, um, this question, this, this listener asked, uh, Hold on, let me pull this out. I want to make sure I get the right verbiage here. I want to make sure I get the right verbiage. Oh, this is a simple question. It said, if if the sex isn't good, should it be added to your body count? So, Twitter nigga me would be like, yep. Add it. I'm gonna give. Real, I'm gonna give. <laughs> I'm gonna give real response to me. Uh-huh. Body aren't real. Say what? Like, real, real me. Like if a person was, if a friend came to me and asked me that question, my mm-hmm. response to him would be like, body counts aren't real. You know, like I wish. And this is me being like as serious as possible because maybe somebody's like nephew will be with them in the car while they're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Our bodies aren't cars they're not things that like like yeah there's wear and tear as you age it's like they don't depreciate the minute you (laughs) yeah like you're not gonna depreciate by having sex so it's like if you think of it in that term i doubt you're thinking of it like yo i transferred energy with this person yo i shared a bond if you're just thinking like strictly numbers wise i know none of that matters to you so if it's good if it's bad if you want to like tally it up go ahead but in the end all be all things it doesn't matter it doesn't i ain't gonna lie like this is even on record because i remember when the podcast first started i did semi care like two two plus years ago i did i did mention how it's not that i cared about a body count but i always i remember i used to say that you know if you're 25 and your body count is more than 20 at least let me know something but i'm at an age now like yo i don't give a fuck so, so to, I, wait to answer I, to answer the original question, it doesn't matter if you count it as a body count or not. And I would really hope one day young ladies will learn. Cause let me tell y'all something, young ladies that's like listening, that's like 22, 23, 24, 25, and you think you have a, you have five. You, you for example, you had sex with five or ten people, and you think that body count is high. Imagine your auntie. That's single. That you know that's been single all your life. You a wild. With no, with no, no disrespect. Imagine for you, all you young ladies listening right now, and you think you're hoeing at 23, 23 with just your little five, ten body count. Imagine your auntie, that auntie that's always quote unquote single or always got some boyfriend every other day. The older ones, they're the hoes. 
Bruh. And they're not. I'm not even going to use the word hoe. They're just. They're just women. Let me. So people like that don't listen to the reasonable logic you just gave. They think in numbers, right? No. Let me get the numbers. If a girl has sex once every six months, nobody's gonna say like, "Oh, she's a hoe. She's bad," right? Let's say you start at eighteen and you're twenty-four. Mm-hmm. That's what two. That's six years. Once every six months is two 12. times a year times. Two, that's twelve. Mm-hmm. You're twenty-six with twelve. Cool. Do you now? There's some dudes like me. Me, I don't judge body counts. I judge decisions. So if it's like, yo, I slept with 40 people, it's like, all right, let's tuck that 40 number away. But what decisions were you making that got it to that many people? Yeah. And I'll judge you based off that. But none of that matters to me no more. I get married and my wife just sent me the number. I get married in 78 days. So none of them discussions matter to me no more. Now I, I just got to think about how I'm going to convince her to sign this other prenup <laughs> and I'm going to get her to be my sugar mama. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't I don't get it. I I let me not say I don't get it because only because I used to be like that, but I'm like it would just I don't even know why I was like that to begin with, to be honest. But honestly, are your parents um I'm going to like are your parents like super church goers and whatnot? No, not at all. Oh. I'll, part of it's like our culture too. Part know, of it is like, part of it is really. I mean, everything, everything ties down to culture and religion, of course. Yeah, but, like part of it is culture and religion. I don't bro. even want to put too much religion in it because I have a beef, beef with the Bible. But oh, I have big beef with the Bible. I don't. I don't believe fifty percent of what's in the Bible. Listen, They're I great go to stories. church now and I pray because I know I know for a fact in my heart, without God. I wouldn't be where I am right now. Like, I wouldn't have the blessings that I have. I know that it's God. I know deep in my heart, it's God. Now, it might not be the God in the Bible, but, but I God. know it's God. I just, I just have a... And the number one issue... I'm not going to go deep in this because I never want to talk about religion on this podcast, only because religion is such a strong thing. And I don't have the time or the energy to go back and forth with people when it comes to that. Only because religion is also uh, subjective. Mm-hmm. My number one reason with the Bible is just that I don't like how women are misrepresented or mis. It's just t- to me like when I would read certain it's stories, fake. it's fake, and it's like we forget that it was a powerful man that wrote this. And plus, my other beef is the fact that I remember when I was younger, I, I used to love like Bible story movies. Mm-hmm. And then I remember I was I was watching. I don't remember which movie it was, but it was a. The story was the guy was in Egypt. So I looked uh, at the map. Okay. It had to be more. Yeah. One of I don't I, it doesn't matter. So I looked <laughs> at the map. I'm going through the map cuz I was really curious. Every time when I was younger, every time I watch a movie and they tell the location of the movie, I used to always to get where a, it was. Yeah, I wanted to know, okay, like, what part of the world is this? And I was appalled when I figured out Egypt is in Africa. And I know for some of you guys listening, I promise you there's somebody listening that did not know that Egypt is in Africa. Bruh, it's Haitians who will argue about Jesus being black, bruh. It's like, you don't think your divinity could look like your skin? Listen, And then my issue is like, to this day, men are killing and fighting over women. Yet in the Bible, there's like, Ruth is a strong woman. Jezebel's a hoe. 
and Mary and Mary Magdalene are strong women. There's no, like I know women who are puppet masters. Like they can get dudes wrapped around their yeah, thumbs finger. to do. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. For all these women, young women, I'd be like, yo, yo, they really women. I, I think you're me. Look outside, looking in. I think the true power of a woman is when they realize they could make a man do whatever they want. Like good they, or bad, good or bad, and that truly like, is the 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 power of women. I've seen women like manipulate dudes into being better men without their knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. The dude think he's being ain't shit still, and it's like, nah, fam, she's slowly changing you into a better man. Yeah, like, I have bad habits that I had that my wife, like, I wouldn't say manipulated me, but like she coerced me into changing just by like her energy and yeah. her action. Yeah, and you just ate that shit up. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> bro, like if you got positive energy around you, you gonna, you're gonna, like create good things now there's also like you have positive energy and somebody's just a black hole yeah so no how much positivity you put in you ain't gonna get nothing out but know your power man like that's one thing i learned growing up throughout all my experiences is like knowing my power knowing i'm relentless knowing like not to sound like thanos but like i'm inevitable success is inevitable amen every step i take everything i do success is coming it's not no like oh it might come or this might not work out even in the things where like i completely fail is a success because i learned something from it and it made me stronger like i've gotten by most of my life on talent like it was pure talent through high school through undergrad now it's like it, it could it could still be talent and i could be like above average but now i want to be perfect i want to be great Hey, listen, so, man. Oh, I can stay up for 72 hours straight and just oh, chip yeah. away at something. Oh, that shit. All so, oh, that shit start with a mind state, though. Um, bruh, change your mind. You'll change the world. I know niggas wake up until you rise and grind and go back to sleep. Cut on the Xbox. That's not what I'm saying. Have fun. Party. Like, if you see me on the timeline, you will not think I'm a serious human. You'll think I wake up. <laughs> I tweet. Yeah. I do dumb shit. I tell that you. Is- I tell I tell niggas that all the time, man. I'm starting to instill that. Um, we we go we gonna end it there. But I started to instill. Um, I have some little cousins of mine. I have an uncle. I have an uncle who's a pastor, mm-hmm. and he have three boys. And you know, you could imagine how that household is. So I'm Bruh. trying to instill different things in them, where like, yo, it's okay to make this mistake. And I can't wait till they get mm-hmm. older, so I can really tell them, yo, it's okay to go fuck these hoes. That's just Bruh, no. It's okay to do that. Just know it's, it's a okay time. Just know it's a time to do all that. Bro, if we were really having that conversation, I'd talk about like early in college before I met my girl. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll do that some other time. But if you've ever seen Bill Bellamy on How to Be a Player, uh-huh. that like I'm not even exaggerating. I was, and it was. Whew. God bless. God bless. But, but like like you said, man, everything starts with a mind state, everyone. I think that's a great positive way to end this uh, episode for today. Right there. Thank you for having me. Um, I would tell people to follow me on Twitter, but to be honest, I might piss more, more of y'all off than like I make friends. So. It don't matter. I really think you should let the people follow you, man. I mean, for the ones that I do have Twitter, because I think you do have... There's a lot of stuff you say, you know, I read between the, the, the jokes sometimes. There's a lot of brilliant people that, you know, sometimes you got to read through. I like the way you convey your message, though. You don't be all serious all the time. Sometimes. <laughs> no, 
Like, There's life, no point of being all serious all the time. Life is fun, bro. Like I'm a I'm a black surfer beach boy nigga. Like life is fun. Have fun, hang loose. But my at is B as in, man, how do I spell that shit? B as in Bravo, A as in Apple, S U A L uh, no, not a L. It's a one instead of a L and then D O. Just follow Bo. One day Bo retweet me, you'll see I me. Got you. I'm, I'm out there. I put your at name as the as the feature on here, so you get it. Cause I get it. I was I, <laughs> I was the same way when I had to repeat my at name on here, so I get it. It is weird, but yeah, if you want to talk about anything, like I talk to people, like, and I might crack a joke on you, but it ain't serious. That's just how I make friends. That's like it. I'm Haitian, you know. Like when I went to Haiti, niggas make jokes on me day and night, bro. I used to cry about the jokes, <laughs> and then I got tough skin. That's it. Well, for for you guys listening, man, please don't forget to uh, we on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. I keep forgetting Spotify. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, please don't forget the review to leave a review. And you can follow me. I guess I haven't said that in a while. You can follow me at Bo Knows B O E K N O W Z Z. Or you can follow the podcast page at Zoview Podcast on all platforms. And um. It's a great convo, man. Thank you for having me on, sir. Hopefully, we do this again. Hopefully, we do it in Tampa. Tampa, a beautiful place. Definitely, man. Definitely. We'll keep you in touch, man. All right, man. Stay up. Bless. All right, guys. Peace.